0: This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goal. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Candreva. Hello and welcome
1: back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandriva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. Though I wouldn't say it happened frequently, a fair number of my clients have been asking me about unretiring. Now I know what you're thinking. That must mean they ran out of money. Sometimes that's exactly the case, you know, but often these are conversations that are sparked by other factors, the most common of which is boredom. You know, think about it. During your career, you were on the job 40 or more hours a week for 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. Or for many people, their job is also one of their biggest social outlets. It's not only where they earn their paycheck, but also a place to talk about last night's game, the latest blockbuster movie. You know, it's an opportunity to build friendships and enjoy lunches out with people they like. Once you retire, spending significant time around other people may be a little bit harder if you aren't adequately prepared. So during our show today, we're going to discuss the concept of unretiring and what some of the pros and cons may be. But before we get into that topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who we keep trying to get to retire, but we just can't push him out.
0: <laughs> oh, no, wait. come on. You you don't want me to retire from this show, do you? Heck no. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, uh, we love getting together once a week, sitting around the campfire and uh, talking about uh, different things, different financial topics, or what we're going to do, what we need to plan for. And so I think... Um, Unretiring—I've never heard it it put that way—but you're right. A lot of people, once they retire, they get bored, or they say, "Hey, I need a little extra money," or "I want to," you know, start a new career or learn something different, or uh, something like that. So uh, this is going to be an interesting one. I know a lot of people who have went back to work after they initially retired, and uh, it's nice to do it because you. Want to do it, not because you have to do it, right? So we're Mm going to talk about that. But, but yeah, I'm not retiring any uh, time soon. I mean, when I do get ready to retire, I'll just uh, I won't leave any forwarding address. I'll be on a tropical island somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Which one? Just so I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not telling. So, uh, but this is going to be a fun topic to talk about. I mean, I I like it when we uh, toss out a topic that. You know, uh, it's not as common to talk about unretiring. So I'm glad we're talking about that today. Where do you want to start, Blake?
1: Yeah, I guess we'll uh, start here with a U.S. News and World Report article about how to unretire. Uh, it provides an interesting perspective that I think is worth highlighting for some of our listeners. It first notes that those considering unretiring should consider four main points. Why do you want to go back to work? Adequately weighing your home life and budget, thoroughly researching available jobs, and determining the potential impact on your
0: Social Security. Right there, you go. And that's those are those uh, are four main points that people definitely want to consider. Uh, why you know go back to work, and uh, you know do you, what about your budget, your home, your life uh, style there, and uh, researching if you're going to do it, research. Do a lot of research and um, uh, social security. I I wanted to ask you about that because it has a big impact going back to work. I know that's one thing you've mentioned to me before that can really cause problems. So uh, I think any financial decisions people make, uh, particularly during retirement, that could have effects on that should definitely be discussed first with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. And for our listeners out there, Blake, who aren't working with one already, I think they want to consider doing that as soon as possible, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pick I mean... The phone, give you a call.
1: I, I hear a lot of people always tell me about the fear of finding out, but, you know, do you want to live with, you know, one quick phone call and an hour meeting, or do you want to sit there and stress day to day and month to month about what you're going to do, you know, when you don't have an actual, you know, written and finalized financial plan?
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a plan in place, right? So that's oh, yeah. huge. So uh, what's uh, why? Let's look at why some retirees want to go back to work. Well, you know, I guess we'll just start with the main one that most everybody
1: is feeling like is the reason, um, but it's a financial one. Sure. You know, um, when you retire, you set a fixed income, and over the last few years. Uh, You know, with inflation, especially last year, people are starting to feel like, you know, do I have enough money for, you know, goods and um, the services that have increased in price just since last year. So, you know, that's where working with your financial professional to make sure that, you know, you have a, a plan in motion that takes that into account. You know, because a lot of times I see these people that, you know, will put in, you know, into calculators online. Hey, I want to have a $100,000 a year every year that I retire till the day that I die. Right. Uh, which is great. I mean, I get that. But, you know, is that $100,000 going to be a $100,000 in 30 years? Because... You know, if you're retiring 60, 65, you know, the average lifespan's getting to be 80, 90 years old now, you know, you're looking at having to prepare yourself for 30 years is what I always say Yep. at the very least of income and that can be hard, you know, and when you you know, take a look at what $100,000 was worth 30 years ago, you know, it's worth a whole lot more than it is today. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. So obviously there are financial reasons then that people could go back to work, especially in retirement with prices increasing, like you said, with inflation that could drive people back to work. And I think it's understandable that you know, just the price of eggs has done a number on people's budgets, right? That's all we're oh, hearing yeah. about today is the price of eggs. But, you know, if you do go into retirement with a plan and a careful budget and a plan that takes into account inflation, uh, an extra hundred bucks or even more a month for groceries, though, it does have a, an effect. And a lot of people that d- maybe didn't meet with somebody like yourself and get that a really comprehensive plan in place, and now they need to go back to work. Um, you know, you don't have to do it full time, right? So that's yeah. that's good to know. Uh, what's another reason uh, some people unretire? Another reason some folks unretire is boredom.
1: Yeah. You know, like we were talking about at the top of the show. Like some people go to work to, you know, have their outlet, to have people to talk to, to you know, form friendships because most of the time, you know, I'm a, uh, 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 introverted extrovert is what they call (laughs) it. Yeah. So while I'm at work, when I'm with people, you know, I am, you know, I want to talk to everybody. I want to figure out, you know, just, I, I love being around people, but you put me at my house you know, with my dogs and the fun stuff I have at my house and I don't want to leave. So, you know, really just trying to make sure that you are taking into account, you know, what kind of social person you are. You, you know, my, I'm going with it right now with my dad who uh, just got out of the hospital and I'm taking care of him. And, you know, it's, he went to work to talk to people. And to have somebody to, you know, just talk about anything with. And, you know, now that he is stuck at home and he's in a wheelchair, so he can't really get out and uh, drive or do anything. He counts on me to do all that stuff, which is fine. And I love doing it for him. But at the same time, you know, when I come home and I'm ready to just shut down and be an introvert, he's ready to, to talk my <laughs> ear off so yeah
0: yeah you know it's
1: that's hard it's it's just really something that you know if if you start seeing yourself not going out as much not doing as much and it's not necessarily a monetary problem or issue cuz there are lots of free things you can do you know citizen right. centers are in every city, yep. you know, even some small town cities have some really good citizen centers where you can go and and do things for next to nothing and are yeah, free. And,
0: volu- and you can volunteer at your church or a library or a museum. Or uh, they look for a lot of volunteers. A lot of groups do. And um, see if you you know if it's not a money thing, but you just want to be social. There are a lot of clubs and volunteer opportunities, even in smaller towns. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Definitely. You know, sometimes the smaller towns have the better ones because they put a, a lot more money into, uh, those kinds of, of projects for the it's people true. in their towns.
0: That's true. That is true. Uh, sometimes it's easier in the medium to smaller sized towns uh, to make that happen. Um, well, I, and I think that's good. Yeah. People do, I think this is a big topic. We could probably do a whole show just on you know, people need a plan of what to do in retirement. I mean, a lot of people think, "Oh, I'm gonna read books and sit around and watch TV," and I love books, or I love, I'm gonna go golfing every day. And uh, from what you've told me and other people, you know, talking to um, you and Eric there uh, at Nevada Retirement Planners, you've dealt with these people all along, and and that usually lasts six months, maybe a year tops, but six months, and they hit a wall where it's just like, okay. I can't golf every day. That's not going to do it for me, and I, I can't read books twenty four seven or sit on the couch twenty four seven. They need to get out, and most people need that social interaction it, it for their health and for their mental health. So uh, that's a great point. Obviously, boredom is a big reason people go back to work, and maybe they go back as a part time consultant if they were a special if they specialized in a career field. Maybe they're consulting or if they were a financial advisor when they retire, maybe they teach classes at the local uh, personal finance classes at the local community college or uh, market, you know, talk about uh, teaching investment class. So uh, or if they were a radio announcer, maybe they go back to work, uh, take a shift at the local radio station. (laughs) I'm just talking about what I know. Right. So, yeah, but yeah. our listeners out there know, maybe they go to, back to school or go to teach. There are a lot of different options if people are uh, bored. Um, so th- you know, you've went through some, some of the common reasons people unretire. obviously finances, they need to make more money in retirement. Um, uh, but, uh, what, what could make one of our listeners actually go that route themselves? You know,
1: if you're at a place where you can't pay your monthly bills or if, you know, those bills just make you feel anxious and stressed, um, you know, that's when you really want to have a sit down meeting with your financial services professional to talk about going back to work. And if you don't want to go back at, back to work, you know, checking in with them just to say, hey, you know, what what am I doing here? You know, this is what we planned for. Where am I going wrong? And it'll be important for you to make sure that you have written down your monthly budget and what you're spending. Because a lot of times, you know, when you were talking about golfing the entire time, you know, you retire. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I always just find that all my clients that, uh, you know, retired and wanted to golf more just didn't take into account how expensive golf can be
0: you know outrageously if they don't have it in the in the retirement budget uh, they're going to wait it's a harsh surprise because if you have all that time you're going to spend more money that's the thing in retirement every day is a saturday and what day of the week when you're working do you spend most money saturdays yep typically friday night saturday or sunday and that's every day of the week during retirement <laughs> so You start golfing every day or shopping every day or buying stuff online every day. The money can go fast. You got to plan for it.
1: Yep. Yep. And that's why, you know, I always try and stress for my clients to think about, okay, you know, if something does happen in retirement, what's my backup plan? You know, where do I go next? Do I want to take a job in my old profession Do I want to start taking some classes to get into maybe a profession that I've loved but never had the opportunity to get into because I was working? You know, take some money, take some classes, and then do those jobs part-time, you know, because life changes very quickly. And, you know, if you have a seasonal job, you know, where you're working at a ski resort, you know, or over the summer, you become a, uh, a marshal for a golf course, you know, just something that is very relaxed, very easy. You know, you can do it two, three days a week, and it can help you start saving up some money, you know? So if, you know, maybe before you retired, you didn't see yourself as a world traveler, you know, like you were just, I just want to retire and read books and sit in my cave. Well, you know, if things change and you meet, you know, you meet somebody and they like doing that stuff and now you want to go with them, but now you're, you're concerned about, well, how am I going to afford that? There's no way, you know, not on my fixed income. Well, okay. So find a seasonal job, you know, find something that, or just find something where, you know, it they're really comfortable with you working there and then saying, All right, I've I got to the five grand I needed set aside so that I could do this, you know, world trip or this fishing trip that, you know, my buddies just started doing. Whatever it is. Just don't uh don't look at it as like you failed at retirement. Look at it as you're expanding yourself as a person. You know? Right. You right. are discovering that you had more wants and needs than you ever took time to acknowledge because it was all just work, 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 pay bills, pay bills, pay bills. And, and you had no time for anything else. So, you know, really just making sure that you have a plan in place. Should something happen, should a medical condition come up, you know, that uh, all of a sudden has drained all of your accounts, you know, this, There's other little things that can be done um, that you just want to make sure that you have a sit-down chat with your financial services professional. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. And uh, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're talking about unretiring and going back to work, that doesn't necessarily mean people have to go back to their old company or even their previous field, right? No, no, not at all.
1: You know, I mean, there's lots of places that have lots of different jobs that well you know you may not be making a hundred thousand dollars a year like you were at your last job that's not your goal you know you've got part of your income coming in already what you really need is just something to fill in the gaps and filling in the gaps could be a greeter at walmart it True. could be working at a nursery where you're the guy that goes around or girl goes around and sprays water on all the plants. Sure, You know, just, it's really just about taking a look within yourself and saying, okay, what will I be happy with? Yeah, Am I going to be happy, you know, living in my cave and just reading books? Um, will I be okay with, you know, going out and being, you know, a greeter at Walmart, you know, Monday through Friday, not on the weekends or, you know, maybe even only three days a week, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The nice part is that right now, I mean, in some situations, unfortunately, it may be not the case where you need a job immediately to start, you know, paying for some things if, you know, you had some kind of medical issue come up or whatever. But, you know, now that you're retired and you've got all your bills taken care of and you're trying to plan for down the road, you've got the time to find the perfect job. You know, you're not just sitting there going, okay, I've got no more money coming in. You know, my, you know, now you've got social security. Hopefully you've got some streams of income that you've set up that are guaranteed to pay you regardless of what goes on in the market. You know, there's just a lot of things that you can have set up to make sure that you're at least getting your basic needs met. And at that point, that's when you can sit there and be like, okay, you know, there's, there's thousands of jobs out there right now. You know, you can get jobs anywhere doing anything right now. So, yeah, it's it just is really about being honest with yourself and taking the time and putting in the effort to find that job that's right for you, because it may not be in something that you've ever thought of before, but maybe it's a family owned company who isn't very, you know, super strict on the Monday through Friday, nine to five. You could be, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday from nine to four you know, just something simple and easy. Yeah. But you have to be honest with yourself about that and you have to put in the time to look for those.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and uh, one thing I always notice is that uh, a lot of retired people or seniors are ushers at theaters or concert venues. And I'm always like, wow, that would be fun because I love music. Uh, you get to hear the show for free. And uh, you get paid. That's a good way to earn extra income. A few nights a week, you you're an usher at uh, some of the local concert venues or theaters, right?
1: Yep, yep. And that's where you know, that's something that is an offshoot from your prior career, right? You know, you were in you're in the you know radio business, and then right. So one good way to, you know see about things that maybe held your interest that are in that same career field is reaching out to your former boss That's or, true. you know, some of the people that you worked with and just saying, Hey, you know, what's going on? Do you guys have available jobs? You know, with all the people that, you know, we work with, have you heard of any interesting jobs that came up, you know, that are just more word of mouth jobs that, you know, are not necessarily put out there in the paper, but, is definitely advertised to everybody, you know, that comes into that building or leaves it. So touching base again with some of your old coworkers and your boss might give you the opportunity to, you know, find a job part-time or full-time or whatever it is within your same career field.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Well, uh, it's been a great show. We're out of time. Is Blake, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Maybe let them know how they can set up a consultation with you. There's no charge and no obligation for that, and they can get a financial plan in place or look at whether they need to go back to work or not.
1: Yes, sir. Listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775- to discuss their retirement goals, current financial strategy, and whether unretirement may be a good option for them.
0: All right. Thanks, Blake. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendrieman. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners LLC and Nevada Senior Advisors LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.